RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to a new spooky episode of the You're Not Wrong podcast. If you're hearing scary music, you're in the right place. This is our fun October stuff. My name's Elizabeth. I'm the millennial. I'm Nicole and I'm a Gen Xer. And yeah, this is another spooky episode for you. We're continuing to enjoy October. It's actually starting to feel like fall down here. It is. Is it? I mean, I have on no sleeves today and I was like, oh, it's a little breezy. I put on a hoodie more for comfort. Yeah. Than for like necessity, but I can I can dream. I made a hot coffee today. Okay, that's I'm different. like I'm trying to get into the fall that's spirit. Different. Um, but today is also a very exciting episode. Do you know why? I don't. We have another review. Stop playing. <laughs> so stick around. This one's from someone very interesting. <laughs> so I can't wait to read it. But first, I don't even know about this one. So I'm going to be no. Surprised you don't know about this one. Else. I know you don't check. I'm. That's, yeah, I, I've person. got to get the notes ready. But yes. <laughs> um, but first, I'm going to be telling Nicole about a little internet ghost story called Dear David. Have you heard of this? I have not heard one damn thing about Dear oh, David. Oh, I can't wait then, because it's going to be a doozy. It's gonna be and weird. then Nicole's going to tell us about her first scary movie experience, which I think was a classic. Mm-hmm. At for, the theater. Yeah. I guess I would consider a classic. I don't know if it's oh, actually. Really? Well, when I said that Don't Look Under the Bed was a classic, you laughed at me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not really sure what to call a classic anymore, to be honest with you. This is a classic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna talk about that in a in a little secret no one knows. Oh. About me and that movie. Do I know it? N- no. Oh. I'm intrigued to find I out. No. <laughs> All types of little Easter eggs and treasures on this episode. Yeah, but first, how are you this week? Uh, good. Yeah. 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 I'm happy that it's cooling down. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. I mean, to get in the car after you know, like you're in the store for a long time and it's not you know, singeing your body Mm -hmm. is nice. You know, we go through hell here in August. Yeah. And September too. So like we're getting into the, what I like to call like the festival season of Florida. So yeah. You know, it's bad. I've got like pleather seats. I won't even try to. Oh, you don't have leather? No, I won't try to flex. It's pleather. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, when I get in the car, you know, it's bad when I leave and there's just sweat stains on the back. Oh, yes. That happens to me, too. Yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. And I'm not a sweaty person. I am. I don't sweat a lot. You've been in the gym with me. You know, Yeah, you don't. It's youth. It is. It is. Because the older I get, I'm noticing like I'm starting to get a little yeah. sweatier. And I'm I like, never sweat. I never used to sweat when I would work out because I, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't have enough fat or maybe. just I was too young. But then yeah. it started. Yeah, I don't know. I need to drink more water. I maybe. like sweating. <laughs> well, my week's been busy. Thanks oh, yeah. For How was your week? Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Um, yeah, it's been busy. How's your week been? It's been good. I've been doing stuff around the house again. Okay. I don't know what it is about fall. It makes me want to do a lot of DIY. What you do? You did some crafts? Um, a lot of just like cleaning. 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 And like curtain installing for some oh, reason. I like that. Yeah. Just little things. To spruce it up. That's so, cool. Yeah. How's your cat? It's my cat. Yeah. This is I his time. I never about him. Yeah, this is this his is time. This is his time. You mean my roommate. Yeah, her son roommate. <laughs> Not son. He's a black cat. 
Uh, not son. Oh, you don't call him. I'm a not son. one of those. People. Good. He is my cat. All right. I'm glad. That's why we're friends. Um, but he is my roommate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your broke roommate. Yeah, was, <laughs> the shitty roommate that doesn't pay rent. Um, and he is a black cat. Do you yeah. know why I got a black cat? Do you know this? Because nobody wants them. Nobody. And in October. They actually sometimes will stop adopting them out completely Aww. because people will actually try to adopt them for like rituals oh, and stuff. That's bad. Yeah, and to like kill them. I actually like black cats. They're the chicest of yeah, cats. Yeah, they're cute. They they're match actually everything. Cute. And I think they have different personality too for some reason. Yeah, they're really. I mean, I'm one of those people that thinks boy cats are better than girl cats. Yeah, me too. I like boy animals. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I only really like boy animals. Yeah. Maybe that says something about me. (laughs) I don't know. More than the animal, I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, black cats are, I feel like they're just the weirdos. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like everyone knows an orange cat that's chill, but the black cats, man. You never know with those guys. But they're normally just chilling. Like, I don't ever see one as like... <sighs> no, no, he's fine. They don't do that. You know what he likes to do? He likes what? to climb onto things high above me. Yeah. But then he do- he won't do anything. He just, like, meows. Yeah. So then My I have to search for him. That. He likes to get up high and look down on it. I think it's an ego thing. Like, look <laughs> down on us. I'm sure there's, like, an actual animal reason. Oh. I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> but, okay. yeah, I don't think... He's not... He's a... He's a little weirdo. So I don't think he's ego driven, but well, shout out to Elizabeth's cat. What's his name? Zeus. Oh shit! I know his name. I'm not that bad. I've met him. Zeus. Yes. And actually, one day I might get a greyhound. His name will be Hermes, and we'll have we'll just start on the entire pantheon. This is very. uh, I like these names. I've got a plan. Okay. So, are you ready for Dear David? For Dear David. I guess. Go ahead, child. So. So this, I pulled this one because I feel like this story is kind of a millennial urban myth ghost story, right? Because it it all happened online. Oh. So if you haven't heard about it, it was, it kind of took the internet, I would say, by storm in 27, in, was it? Yeah, 2017. I wrote down the the wrong number. Yes. So basically this guy, and his name is Adam Ellis, Mm -hmm. at the time... His Twitter handle was at Moby Dick. This was a real person? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was all like the Slenderman stuff. No, this is real. Oof. Allegedly. On Twitter, this man named Adam Ellis, he's a, uh, well, I'll get into his background in a little bit. Okay. But his handle was at Moby Dickhead. Now, if <laughs> anyone is listening to this and wants to follow along, he's changed his handle to at Adam Tots Comics. So. Because I had a little bit of trouble trying to find it because I remember watching this as mm-hmm. it was unfolding. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, he had something about a dickhead and his mm-hmm, thing. But mm-hmm. I could. So he's changed. Adam Tots. Adam, A-D-A-M-T-O-T-S-C-O-M-I-X. So credit to oh. Adam. This is his story. And cool. it begins like this. On August 7th, Adam starts to update a Twitter thread where he says... So, and this is a quote. So, my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. Mm. So, Ellis goes on to describe a child that he's been seeing in his dreams, which I feel like, hopefully, sneak peek has a little bit of something to do with our next story. Um, He's been seeing a child in his dreams. The boy had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. He appears in a green rocking chair in Ellis's apartment. 
So I'm going to show Nicole. A dent on his head. Yeah. So I'm going to show you. Adam is a uh, artist. And so he drew a picture of his rendition. So you can go ahead and describe this. (gasps) Oh, no. On air. He's messed up. You got to tell him what you see. So David is uh, has a big head. It's like a little kid with a big head. And it's like a section of it is like beaten in or missing. If you'd like to see Jason. Yeah, have looks, you heard of this, Jason? Okay, he looks great. Creepy. So, um, in another dream, so this is Ellis's thread. I'm kind of just gonna paraphrase it because it gets long. Yeah. He says, in another dream, a girl came to him and told him that the boy is dear David. He's dead and only appears at midnight and can only be asked two questions. If you start the questions by dear David, the girl also tells Ellis never ask a third question. Or he will kill you. Oh, he don't like a lot of questions. No, neither do I, frankly. <laughs> Nor do I. Don't be asking me things. I ask people a lot of questions. Who you been? Where you going? <laughs> don't I, ask I don't me. I don't ask them about their whereabouts, but uh, I do. I'm inquisitive of people. Don't, don't ask me anything. Don't ask you a lot of questions. No, oh, I'll wow. tell you if I okay, want to tell you. interesting. So, David, I understand him. <laughs> so, the weeks, so obviously. But what kind of questions can you ask him? Sorry. You can ask him any question. Like, but where are you from? Only what two questions. But if you say, why are you in that chair? I don't, he's going to kill you. Just wait. Just wait. Okay. So later in the, this is all one thread on August 17th. He says, weeks later, David came back to him in a dream. And so he says, dear David, how did you die? And the answer was an accident in a store. Oh. The next question was, dear David, what happened in the store? And the answer was a shelf was pushed on my head. Poor guy. But then... Ellis asked him who pushed the shelf. Following directions. He didn't say, dear David. He asked him a third question. And then the guy, he wakes up. Right. Okay. So then he tells us, Ellis tells us he was looking up deaths in New York, similar to David's death and found nothing. This is all happening in New York City. Oh, I was about to say, where does uh, Adam live? This is, he's in an apartment in New York City. It's kind of like a duplex situation. Um, so he's on the bottom apartment yeah. and then there's a par- an apartment on top of him. Mm-hmm. The weeks go by. Nothing happens. He doesn't find anything on David. He moves on with his life. The apartment above him is vacated and it's a bigger apartment. So he moves up there mm-hmm. again. Months go by. No more dreams. Nothing's going on. Yeah. And this brings us to. Excuse me. The events of this thread. Mm hmm. So he kind of caught us up until right now he's tweeting um, for the last four nights. His, his cats have gathered in front of the door at midnight and stared at it like something is outside. Oh, which cats do that. Yeah, <laughs> do they? They do. And it's weird that you brought up my cat because I can say as a cat uh, cohabitor uh-huh. that they do. Just, they just stare, stare at things. Yeah, they just like my cat will just like stare at the corner of a wall. I, that would freak me out. There was one time recently I was working in my kitchen and he climbed up onto my refrigerator, went to a corner of the room and just started meowing and clawing at it. And there was like no, there was no that's, bug. Yeah, that's creepy. Or anything there? That's so creepy. Cats will do. What are they looking at? I don't know. Oof. Uh, demons? I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. So um, his cats are staring at the door, which they do do. But he, they're doing it at midnight, which, if you recall, he comes yeah, at midnight. Comes at midnight. So on Twitter, obviously, people are kind of freaking out. Mm-hmm. 
he had a little bit of a following. So, you know, it's getting around there. People are sharing it. Um, they're trying to give him tips. So, you know, check for carbon monoxide, which mm. if you don't know, carbon monoxide is often um, cited as one of the the like reasons people have a haunting because they hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have like a leak in your house, yeah, then you can hallucinate. And so a lot of times when people are being quote unquote haunted, someone will go out and check their levels. So if pro tip, always have a carbon monoxide detector detector. Yeah. So you know that your ghosts are real. There you go. Um, people are telling him to do sage. Yeah. Gets was a good idea. Different spells. Someone told him to call Bill Murray. Like we Bill were Bill get- Murray, a Ghostbuster. <laughs> yeah. I we were getting into it. <laughs> so a couple of days later, his cats are still looking at the door. He's posting. He starts posting photos and videos of his findings. So up to now, there hadn't been really any photos except for that cartoon that I showed you. Okay. Now he's going to start posting videos and of photos. The cats acting out and the things that he's finding in his apartment. Mm-hmm. So he, his cats are looking out the door. And he looks out the door and through the peephole, he sees what he believes to be some sort of figure by the banister. But when he opens the door, it's gone. Um, I can't I I would show you photos of all this, but honestly, we would be here forever. So I'm just going to keep moving and show you the photos that really matter. Um, So he tells us now that the apartment building used to be a house and was converted several or years and years ago. his cats still stare at the doors. Days are passing. He's tried to draw a line of salt in front of the door. So, yeah, yeah if you don't know, that's for protection. Allegedly, that can help something from coming in or I being in your space. I know about salt, though. Salt, it yeah. It was like red clay. Oh, maybe that's a South thing. Yeah, I don't know. I've always heard ones. salt. Yeah. There's different ones. Um, he gets a sleep app. In order Why? to record anything that happens at night. Oh my God. So the sleep this man needs to move. <laughs> Real talk. I'm not doing all this, but it is New York. It's probably hard. It's hard. Yeah, to find. it's hard to yeah. find. Yeah. So, okay. So. so he gets a sleep app so that he can. It, what it does is it um, like records you while you're sleeping so you can see if there's like any fluctuation in okay. your sleep. Okay. Right. So he gets that. Um, and he hears some creepy things, but he doesn't really know what to make of them and mm-hmm. nothing's really happening. Um, on August 12th, he takes a selfie to let his followers know he's good. But of course, the selfie is facing the front door. Right. And the door has glass panes next to it. Oh. And people see a face in the glass. Stop playing. So then a couple days later on the 14th, he buys a Polaroid. He starts taking photos of his apartment. People, of course... There's speculation on if you can see things in several photos. But the oddest thing is that when he opens his front door and takes a photo of the like into the hallway because the door is open, it's just black. Mm. And if he takes a a photo in the hallway, it like doesn't develop. It's just black. Wait, say that again. So if he takes any photos of the hallway... It's black. It's black, even if the lights are on? If the door... So, like, let's say he's got the door. Like, there's a door in this room. If mm-hmm. we were to open it and take a photo of the hallway, you could see the whole door and everything, but the hallway would be oh black. Oh, my God. Mm. So, mm-hmm. a lot of his followers continue to say that he sages apartment. He does that. Things don't really seem to change. His okay. cats... Are, like, remember, his cats are still doing Ooh. weird things. Like, Ooh. every night at midnight, that's just happening. That's okay. just how it is now. Okay. Um. Well, can I... Yeah. How is he feeling about this? Is he feeling like this is okay? Or is he scared? He so it's hard to say, I think, from the tweets. Like he clearly 
He's tweeting about it. So he definitely is like looking for help. But at the okay. same time, he is just kind of reporting what's going on. There Oof. is no amount of like, I need to get out. You know, he's yeah. t- you know, it's kind of weird. Why don't people know they need to get out? Um, He is a Caucasian man. <laughs> so I don't That's know. the level of if perhaps, you go there, they yeah. won't let you be scared. I well, don't get I don't know. Isn't that the trope in movies that like, yeah, you know, you never see the minority person. Well, getting stuck because we would always we run leave. away. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, no. I'm not doing that. No, I'll, I would have to either get somebody to come live with me for a while, or I'd have to go stay somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be able to sleep good. No, me either. Then a few weeks later, I should say a couple days later, on the 21st, he has a dream. David is pulling him through a warehouse. Mm. He wakes up and he's got a bruise on his arm, but he doesn't know if it like. Obviously, he doesn't think it's from the dream. He says it could have happened anywhere, and I just didn't notice. But Mm. it is kind of odd because I had this dream. He goes for coffee in the morning, and he notices, I guess, near his apartment, there is a food cart repair depot. So it's where, like, all these... Like, you know, in New York, they have all these food carts and stuff. Yeah. That's where they would go get them fixed. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting industry there. Yeah, and it's, like, usually, like, bumping like there's tons of people there all the time okay now it's empty okay he walks up to it to this empty warehouse Mm -hmm. and he sees a green chair and that's it so he runs away (laughs) a few weeks later he runs away (laughs) i should say a week later (sighs) cat's still being messy he starts getting calls from a no caller id every night around midnight i've been getting that too well Better so answer no caller ID, actually. Because I'm not Adam answered. <laughs> I don't answer. I don't answer either. <laughs> Hell no. If it's a demon, you can leave a message. Definitely not answering. Um, he hears a small voice say hello, like whisper hello. And then he and then he hung up. He couldn't do it. So he comes back at the end of August and he updates his followers that he's gonna be leaving for Japan for three weeks. Mm. He hopes that traveling will kind of like help shake this thing. And Hell by the yeah. time he gets back, like he, basically that like David will lose him because he's he's convinced now that David is following him. He does believe in it now. Yeah. And then he's okay. fucked up. Um, he buys a pet cam and sets it up because he's got these cats. Right. So he right. sets it up in his apartment and he starts seeing all kinds of shit moving. Things are falling off the walls and it's always at midnight and it's always green things. Like, David doesn't seem to like the color green because he's got, like, a turtle shell on the wall. The turtle shell falls. Ooh. He's got, like, decor falls. Nothing will stay up. Mm. So, September 16th, um, before he leaves for Japan, mm-hmm. he's reporting dreams where uh, dark figures are staring at him from his windows, even though he lives on the second floor. It's like, doesn't make sense. What? Uh, staring at him from his windows but although he, he's up yeah he's on the second floor okay yeah he goes to the warehouse or he leaves his house and passes the warehouse he doesn't go there specifically but he takes a picture through one of the windows and in the shadows it looks like david is there <laughs> he leaves for japan everything's fine how does david want him because he asked the third question uh, okay go ahead he leaves, <laughs> he finds a statue um and in the statue and and you can actually look up this statue, although, uh, let me see if I can find the name. Um, I can't pronounce it. Look it up. It's in Japan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not even going to try. Um, in the statue, it looks like there is a child with a misshapen head. 
all the way in damn Japan. All the way in Japan. Yes. So he comes back home. He has a dream. This is in now November. So it's been essentially like two or three months of this just ongoing. And people are just watching this on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. um, he has a dream that David approaches him in his sleep. He's able to grab his phone and take pictures in the dream. Because usually he's mentioned that he has sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. So if any of these things are happening in his dreams, he can't really can't move. move. Yeah. But in this dream, when David's trying to climb up to him on his bed, he's able to grab his phone and take a picture. He takes pictures and they're on his phone in the morning. So he was taking pictures in his sleep. Um, so this is all just a result of like sleep paralysis. Go he, ahead. He starts, going. So he starts <laughs> hearing noises above him, even though he's on the second floor and the apartment shouldn't have anything on it. Right. Right. Um, he goes into the hallway and he looks up and he finds a ceiling hatch. Of course. Of course. What else would you find? <laughs> um, oh, and by the way, here, I'm going to show you now one of the photos from that night that I just mentioned where he's able to take photos. You have to describe what you're seeing. I mean, it looks like a smushed in pumpkin on top of someone's head. I see like a, 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 a body, a figure with like a, a shirt on that's striped. Mm -hmm. And the head though. There's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with it. Yeah. And it doesn't have a face. Do you want to see? That's the picture yeah. he took. That's the picture he took. What? And there's several of them like that. <laughs> but that's going on uh, here. That's one of them. So then they uh, he opens up the ceiling hatch and he uses like a pole to investigate. When he opens the ceiling hatch, a child's shoe falls out. He calls his landlord to like check out the hatch because he's been hearing things, right? So he wants his landlord to come over. He's just now getting to checking that out after all the shit that happened. <laughs> That's yeah, it's weird. But he's just now hearing things. Like he I wasn't hearing things all, upstairs. Yeah, like, dude, look everywhere. Get a thing in here. And he's like, <laughs> he was confused at first because he's like, it's just it, it shouldn't be that much mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be enough for someone to be living up there. No. It should be like essentially a crawl space on top of the house. Yeah. So Shoe falls, he calls the landlord, landlord goes up there, and he finds nobody. There's nothing up there. There's not even, like, raccoons or something. But he finds a marble, a green marble, and he gives it to Ellis, who keeps the shoe and his mar and the marble on his dresser in his apartment. Because that's definitely what you need that's to do when you're you being haunted by right. a smushed-in head You need kid. to burn everything to the ground you and do. start over. You do. Um, we're moving. We're moving. So it's now... December 6th, he's not sleeping well. He sets up a camera to take photos every 60 seconds above his bed. Um, it captures a boy with a misshapen head staring at him in his bed. So he's there in his bed. Yo! <laughs> Stop playing. This man is making this up. Let me say that again. All right, hold on. This is a bedroom or something. And it's like a little, it looked like a toddler. It's not even like a big kid. It's like a toddler. And would you say like five or six? No, little. You think younger? Like four, maybe five. I don't know anything maybe, about kids. Maybe four or five. Okay. But he's little and his head is. Yeah, he looks weird. That thing is scary. Yeah. I would have been out of there. There's no way. Yeah. There's well, no way. So um, that happens. And then he goes home for the holidays. 
he at first again he's kind of like hoping oh maybe traveling again whatever um but he goes home for the holidays and he starts to he sees things i think outside his bathroom window and so he goes outside and he uh, i should mention he like his family lives out in like minnesota or something so it's like snowy so he goes outside and he sees like little baby shoe like shoe prints Uh on the snow so he's freaking out he comes back home he goes to sleep and he shares this photo and actually i'm not gonna tell you what it appears to be allegedly from this twitter thread i'm just gonna show you and ask you what you think it is Like a um, armadillo. <laughs> so what is that? Twitter, as well as Adam from the thread, believe that this is the figure of David falling because he has like a dream that he falls on top of him. Oh, my God. So that was on January 1st was when he tweeted that. On January 16th, he's so this is now 2018. He starts to say that he's feeling a lot better. Things have stopped. Um, but he's losing time. So he's, this is a quote from him. I'll look up at the clock and I realize a whole hour has gone by and I don't remember any of it. Mm. He'll, he'll be with people and think they're talking to him and he'll like answer them and they haven't said a word. Um, so now this thing is like following him outside of this. Yes. So end of January, there's more weird cat things going on. Um, they're sitting in front of the doors. They're doing weird things. Um, it appears like they're like meowing at something, and then they like go to go to like touch that thing. They continue meowing at it, and then they like follow it. In the this is a video. Mm-hmm. They follow it, and then they stare right at Ellis. Like they look at like, him. Like, like they're like- looking, and then boom. Right at him, as if they were following the thing. Yeah, and it's standing by him. Or people say that they can see what they believe are like superimposed faces, like right. on his face right, and stuff. Right. Like, in, so because he's posting now selfies, he's posting on Instagram and stuff, and people are saying they're seeing David's face in like other photos and other videos. And if you want to hear this entire story, I'm I'm cutting it because this is very long. This is like I've four months of this of twitter and of news articles talking about it um so so i'm definitely cutting this and there's definitely more to hear but for the sake of time if you're interested definitely go check it out go look it up um because there's a lot more here and like i said i'm just i I want that to be clear i'm not trying to like yeah we get it. it sound like it's less that's happening so yeah if you freeze the frame on the the video on the last frame and enhance the contrast, you can see what appears to be David's face superimposed over the cat. And then Not in, the cat. in other videos, you can see it over his face. Ellis's. Oh. And it now Twitter's saying it appears that Ellis has been possessed by David. That is the that is what we are being led to believe here through all the videos, the photos, the everything. Does he feel like he's possessed? 
at this point in January, uh, end of January, he says he's fine, okay. but he's losing time, which... Yeah, that's weird. If you know anything about possession, which, like, for some, I know an odd, ab- I know an odd ab- <laughs> amount about... <laughs> then, yeah, actually, uh, losing time like that Is can be a of sign of, of possession. Ooh. So, obviously, like, Twitter jumps on that. The other yeah, people, know people know that. Know. And so they're like, oh, this is not good. Um, on February 3rd, 2018, Ellis tweets, everything is fine. That's it. There's nothing else in his tweet. And not only that, but when you look at it, the punctuation, the capital letters, it looks... Not right. It doesn't look like he would write it. You know, like we've been watching this man tweet yeah. now for three months. Okay. And he's like, everything is fine. Yeah. You ever get a text from someone and you're like, that's weird. And yes. then you find out someone else wrote it for them. Yeah. You know, or something, or something like that. Yeah. Or they were like voice text. Yeah. Something. And yeah. I, it's like, you know, you can tell the difference. So um, that's that's the end of it. That's the end. He writes, everything is fine. And everyone was like, he is possessed. What has he been doing since then? Good question. So a few days later, (laughs) he appeared to break character and he posted a personal announcement. The announcement was back in the thread format that he'd been using for this entire thing. Um, He restates that he he left his full time position at BuzzFeed. To focus on his own projects. So this is what this is the background that I didn't give you before. He's about an him. artist. He's an artist. Yeah. He was working at BuzzFeed as like a, an artist and I believe a journalist. And then he left BuzzFeed to start his own projects. And guess what? Well, let me finish the story because he kind of breaks and he says that. Um, and people are still reading the tweets, though, and they do seem to be off. I'll say that. Like, still off. Still the way that they're written and the way that yeah. it's just different okay. from how he's been talking. Okay. Um, and then on February 13th, February 14th, he tweets, um, everything will be like it was before. Oh, I don't like that. And that was pretty much it. Um. Everything. So, what date was that? That was on February 13th, 2018. After that, everything just kind of stops. Like, he's just going about his day. Regular tweeting. Yep, regular tweeting. If you went on to his Twitter now, which obviously it's been three years, you never would have known. I just looked. He's followed by a lot of people. Yes, he is. Yeah, I mean, see, I follows him. So, on June 6th, 2018, The Rap, which... um, is a media mm-hmm. uh, outlet mm-hmm. broke the news that a Dear David movie was in the works. Oh, brother! So that <laughs> that news kind of led people to speculate that you know this- what? When you said he was an artist, uh huh, I sort of was thinking because it looks like he's he's a visual artist. Yes, right. He is, but he, is. he also probably is talented in like storytelling and other things. Yeah, like he that writes too. comics, right? So, so yeah, so yeah. he's got the talent to be able to sort of spin a yeah. story up like this, along with the visual elements that you need, right? What Which a talented I, person that was really, I think the you know to take you back to me being in the middle of it, watching it and thinking like. Oh, hell no. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not doing this shit. No. And, yeah. like, part of you, I mean, for me, growing up on the internet, 
you know, like with our Slenderman story from oh last. Oh my God, what am I, <laughs> that thing. Right, Ooh. you can see how people can manipulate photos and videos to really serve a narrative. Um, said the PR girl, but <laughs> <laughs> not to also, mention serve a narrative that then changes people's thought process right. to the point where they make it real. Right. And so even me being someone who I believe to be a little bit media savvy and who grew up in this time where I know what Photoshop is capable of, you can see this and you get drawn into the story and it part of you is always like, shit, is it real? Like, I don't know. These you photos don't know. look you crazy. Don't know. So he says, um, Ellis did an interview with The Rap after this news broke. He says he's been, um, everything that he experienced was real. Um, to him. Not everyone, of course, believes him. But, you know, you can do with this story what you will. Regardless, if you see a Dear David movie <laughs> coming up soon, mm-hmm. you will now know the story of Dear David. Thank and, you. Well, I don't think we'll ever really understand like the whole narrative that he was starting, right? Because there's like the warehouse, but then the house, and then the screen. It's, it's just a story. Yeah, there's all this, just a story. these themes that kept coming yeah. up. So I kind of hope it is made into a movie soon because I, you know, so many movies try to do, like, they try to retcon into stuff online yeah where it's like the movies the movies uh coming out soon and you know that and then they're doing stuff online but this is the this is the opposite, opposite. Way. they've done the stuff yeah online. he like brought me into the story yeah. and i mean even the japan stuff like i wonder did he go to japan before he said he went to japan and then take that photo and then come back and then sorry oh i'll put japan in this too yeah exactly like is that where he got the oh idea God, you know insanity right here what's going on i mean this is like changing media a yeah. little bit because mm-hmm. you're creating stories online it's just like a book i mean you've got to, you yeah. usually get, you, movies come from books right or you know real experiences but now it's like it's coming from internet folklore yeah which is can be so crazy well and uh similar to like zoya the the uh, zola zola sorry yeah, yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. yeah is that out yet uh, I don't know. I think COVID pushed it back and it might have like streamed. I want to see that. I want to see that. But, That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I never knew anything about it. Now you know. Ugh. You should look it up. It's I crazy. I can't take it, girl. This is too much <laughs> for me. I mean, the whole idea of like dreaming about it and, you know, taping your sleep and stuff like that brings me to a another story. Oh, my thing. What a great segue. <laughs> I don't know if it's it was almost a, like we planned. This. I don't know if it was effective, but, um, you know, I I was trying to think back like to I was, you know, we were talking about my son last week and like how he wasn't in the scary movies. Mm-hmm. And like I was trying to like get him to not be afraid or whatever. And I remember when I was a kid. I don't know what possessed me to want to get over my scary movie fear, but I also was sort of afraid, right? Yeah, I think everyone goes through Everybody that. Everybody goes I remember through that it. Too. And I was like, I'm going to I'm going to get over this. Like yeah. I'm going to not be afraid, which is what my son is essentially doing. Mm-hmm. The difference between him and me is that I was like six years old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he is he's older. Still, he's <laughs> twice that. So I was ready to attack this thing early on. Cause I think maybe I had like a couple older cousins or someone was teasing me about being mm, afraid. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to be afraid. And I think it may have even been my my friends, even at that young age. Yeah. And so at the time, Freddy Krueger was out, right? Nightmare on Elm Nightmare Street. On Elm Street. Nightmare yes. on Elm Street is Freddy for you guys that don't know. 
Have you seen Nightmare on Elm Street? That's the one with cute Johnny Depp, right? Um, He's like young and stuff. Is that- I don't know if Johnny Depp was in Nightmare on well, Elm Street. So that's the one where he like comes in your dreams, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so maybe he was in one of them. But the one uh, that I'm referencing is Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream okay. Warriors. I've not seen that one. <laughs> Dream Warriors. It's actually the best one. Okay. So, um, and I'm not just saying that because it's the one that I saw, but or the first one that I saw. But like the first one came out and um, it... Uh, was written by Wes Craven and it was like it was very successful um and the whole premise is that it's uh Freddy Krueger who um is played by what's that guy's name Robert England he's a good actor okay. he's a good actor uh and I'm just bringing his name up because he is a good actor and he played that role very well but um Freddy is sort of like a character first of all he does come to you in your dreams right mm-hmm. he is clearly super scary and evil he's got the the, the glove with the long sharp yeah. knives on it his uh-huh. face is all burned up he's got on like the ratty red and like green sweater mm-hmm. which now has become fashionable I actually do like the color combo of the sweater red and green yeah it's like a dark green oh, yeah, olive yeah. green with the red and then he's got like the the hat he 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 seems to live in like a boiler room yeah somewhere yeah because backstory of Freddy is that didn't he get burned or something? He did. Like his mother was like raped a hundred times or something. This is like his backstory. He's from a small town and like his mother was attacked and he was born from that. Okay. And apparently um, the town turned against him and burned him up. So he's always been trying to get retribution for that that happened to him. And so um that's Freddy's story. So the first one came out. Everybody loved it. Super scary. Yeah. Because he's fucking coming to you in your dreams. You can't help You can't that. help yourself yeah. in your dreams. Second one came out was not that great because Wes Craven didn't direct it. The third time around, they were like, we need to bring Wes Craven back. I'm just okay. giving you a little bit of yeah. info. And he's, he was like, I'm, I'll come back as the writer, but not the director. And so there was another director, but Wes Craven was, uh, did write this one. This one was about... Um, kids in a insane asylum oh no. there was there was like troubled children who had went to like the crazy house mm-hmm. and um they were all kind of assholes too and so freddie had a nice target there <laughs> right did was he targeting them or like recruiting them he was targeting them okay. he was targeting them um so he is hell-bent on tormenting these kids in this insane asylum for lack of a better explanation of the plot because it's not that deep okay okay (laughs) and so the movie is just like a series of freddy sort of like attacking them in their dreams and exposing like their biggest fears Mm -hmm. and um you know to the point where they decide they're going to try to fight back but the only way they can do it is in their sleep which is oh a very gosh. tall order. We're talking about sleep paralysis. Yeah. So they're in sleep paralysis, but they have to find a way to fight back. Right. And so this movie came out in 1987, by the way. Oh, my gosh. I was eight. I was a glimmer in my mother's eye. Yeah, you weren't even <laughs> thought about, probably. I don't know. No, definitely not. Um, I was eight years old. And so I probably was in like the third grade, maybe the second or third, probably the third. I think I was like in the third grade. Um, and for whatever reason, I decided this would be my 
first scary movie. This is it. This the, is your stand. In the theater, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, I do not know why I decided to go to the scariest movie out for the first time in the theater. I don't know. But I remember telling my mom that I wanted to do this. And she was like, no, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, I really need to do this. Like, I, oh I this is a true story. I don't, I don't even know if my friends know this story. Some of them might, but I'm like, I really, really, really want to do it. And I think one of my friends was supposed was supposed to go with me, but they chickened out at the end. So Were I you going by yourself. Now what my mom was going to oh, take, okay, okay. I, it's a rated R movie. Right. I couldn't have gone by myself. She oh, would have snuck in. I know, but I was eight and she, I mean, whatever like she was going she agreed she eventually agreed oh wow yeah because you're like how some kids are like i need to go away to college this is how i'm gonna grow you're like i need to see this movie yep yep. and she's like because i think i had watched poltergeist like i had watched some scary movies at home but i had never gone to the movie theater to see one Mm -hmm. and so um she was like fine like i don't even my mom didn't like scary movies either so we were both just like very like, <laughs> so scared. This is me taking my father skydiving. Yeah, I'm eight years old. And the day comes that I'm supposed to go see Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors. And I start to freak out. Like, I really, I don't think I cried, but I was fucking scared. Like, yeah. we hadn't even gotten to the movies. And I was like really scared to the point where I think I might have said like I don't want to do it no we were at home I was kind of like no and my mom was like no we're going yeah it's too late now (laughs) I called the theater and everything I know the time time. (laughs) we gonna show up we gotta get our tickets so this is the part that nobody knows Uh so I go I say I'm gonna go fine I'll go but can I take my cabbage patch doll with me (laughs) Was my buddy already in the dumpster? No, he was not. He wasn't bought yet. I don't think he was bought yet. So um, I took my Cabbage Patch doll. You really liked dolls. I did. I was, oh, I was a big doll person. Oh, yeah. I had a garbage bag full of Barbie dolls. I had the two-story Barbie doll townhouse with the elevator. I was big into dolls. Um, So I took my Cabbage Patch doll (laughs) to see the Nightmare on Elm Street um three dream warriors with my mom who i'm sure was probably like partly embarrassed because it was like a bunch of teenagers Uh and like people on dates and then she was with (laughs) me her eight-year-old daughter with the cabbage patch doll i was gonna say you know people in that theater were like what is they were like what is going on here what are you doing like mom questioning mom questioning me like did did you need to see this movie that bad are you okay did you not get a babysitter yeah did they know it was me who was driving this experience so i sat in the movie theater scared shitless with the doll in my hand but i got through it okay and then persisted to not be able to sleep yep. for like a month there it is it was terrible yo i could i was not able to sleep it was the worst thing ever i'm like this is the worst scary movie ever because it deals with something that you have no control over right which is falling asleep yeah and so that's what made freddie i feel like freddie from my generation um, was probably one of the most frightening characters because it involves something that you have no power over, which is going to sleep. Easily. Because you cannot eat. 
for right, a while. Right. Or you could like be like, okay, I'm going to sneak in like a crumb or something. You know? Exactly. Or like not go near something. You know what I right. mean? But when it comes to sleeping and they, the the kids in the movie like would like the, the characters would not want to fall asleep. Right. I remember that. So I think I've only seen the first one, like yeah. the original. Yeah. And I remember them being like, we can't, don't fall don't asleep. Don't fall asleep. Don't, don't fall, fall asleep. asleep. And then of course they're all like <sighs> nodding <laughs> off because they haven't slept in two days. Exactly. So and like no, think. after a certain amount of time, no amount of caffeine or whatever will, no. will make you stay awake and you just will fall asleep. And as soon as you do, Baby Freddie is waiting for you. That's the song, by the way. Oh, that's right. Three, four. Yeah, it's scary. I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> but yeah, that that was my my first uh my first experience of a scary movie in a theater. And I was a weirdo with a cabbage patch doll. It's weird that you bring that up about sleep. I mean, I don't know what to say about the cabbage patch doll. Know, like it's, it's a it's an odd protector. And it was a comfort. Did she help? Or? It made me feel it was a, a creature comfort. Okay. <laughs> creature comfort. Like my hoodie today. Yeah. It, it was just like something that I could sort of like hold on to while I watched this very scary movie that was not appropriate for an eight year old. Yeah. There is a creepypasta, which is a, is a movie, a book. A, no, creepypastas are like um, comics. They're internet stories that would be copy and pasted, so okay. creepy pasta. Okay. Oh. And okay. they w- and they were all like scary stories. And there's one that's called like the Russian sleep experiment, and it's mm. all about these people who allegedly like n- didn't sleep for like three weeks and mm. all the things that they hallucinate and that happened to them, and it's scary. Yeah. Sleeping is sleeping sucks. Sleeping <laughs> sucks. If you don't sleep like sleep is one of those things that is like as humans you we are it. we're very that's our weakness. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of our few weakness. We have a lot of weaknesses, but the the requiring to sleep, which I think maybe all species need to sleep, but we get really crazy when we don't sleep. And we we need to sleep for a long time. And we need to sleep every day. Yeah, for a long time. For a long time. That's bad. Like a fish will sleep for like 5 minutes. Exactly. So anyway guys um, now you know something about me that you didn't know (laughs) that's a little bit embarrassing it was brave of you to share it honestly it was very brave thank you for i'm not perfect coming and sharing that in this vulnerable sometimes (laughs) what 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 else is like did you have something that wasn't wrong this week no no everything was right no, that's not. There's true. a lot of stuff that's wrong. There's a lot of stuff that's wrong, but but not enough, huh? Not enough for me to care. I think next week I might have something that's really wrong. Okay, I'll tell you about it. All right, I'm so I need to commit to that. It's all um, good to to being grumpier. <laughs> um, if that's it's possible. hard in my youthful optimism. I know she's so positive. <laughs> If only they I like this persona I'm creating. I'm really positive. It's not true. <laughs> they don't know. Um, okay, so before we wrap, yeah, here's the review. Oh, we're gonna do it. Uh, like I teased, it is from someone uh, I think is interesting. Oh, let's see if you can spot it. So the review <laughs> is from Screen Watcher. Which already is odd because this is a this is a podcast audio Audio medium. It's in your ear, guys. We don't even we don't do any video pictures. No, (laughs) no. Although one of us desperately tries. Um, And the title says "Love It!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Being a wait for it baby boomer. Aww, it's great to hear the opinions of two other generations. Isn't that nuts? 
That's crazy, man. I don't man. know why, baby. Uh, thank you, but I don't know why you're listening. Because they like I cool hope you stuff. F- Maybe they find you charmingly misguided. No, they don't. <laughs> they know I'm right. <laughs> um, the review continues. Even though I live through the same times, it's great to see how you think of things through a different lens. I feel like I'm becoming hip again. Oh, that's so nice. Screen watcher, I think you're very hip. Yeah, I think you are too to recognize the greatness that is this podcast. Yeah. I mean, you recognize, you have good taste. You caught me off guard with that weird flex. <laughs> Yes, Screen Watcher, you have great taste. Thank you, Screen Watcher. That is an awesome review. Thank you so much. You could even say you're dank. I don't know what that means. Um, Fresh? Yeah. yeah. Dope? Clean. Oh, I like clean. (laughs) That's a baby boomer saying. Yeah, you're groovy. Clean as the board of health. Have you ever heard that one? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's real clean. Um, <laughs> Why, like, these bell bottoms? No, that that's a, not no. good. Well, thank you so much, Green Watcher. We appreciate it. We've got a couple more reviews for next week, so I'm excited. But we all, we appreciate that one a lot. Um, you know keep what I'm coming. What do you want? I want a critique review. I I don't care what they say. I, as I long want as you it's guys five to tell stars. us something spicy. Tell us what we're not doing right. I don't think if they don't like if they don't like us, they're not listening this long. That's that's true. You got to start at the top with that. Okay. Next time you hit them with the <laughs> the ask for hate. <laughs> I, I love the reviews too. That that they really do help us. Please give us more. Thank you so much. Um, and thank you, thank you, listener, for listening. We hope you like what you heard. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us that review telling us which one of us you think is wrong. I'm still waiting for the one on the millennial side, but, you know. Might take a while. I can be patient, Might maybe. Might take a while. <laughs> All right, folks. Have a good one. Bye.